Blog Talk Radio. What's good, family? What's good, y'all? Y'all already know it's your boy, Minister Bernard Marrow. It's another beautiful, blessed day that God has blessed and allowed us to see. I mean, y'all already know I am excited once again to be back on Purpose Kingdom Network uh, for another episode of By Faith We Good, an hour of faith-building encouragement that will lift up the name of Jesus and draw all of God's children closer to him. And so y'all already know, by faith we good, for we walk by faith and not by sight. Shout out to all my family all over the world. God bless you all. I'm excited for what God has provided for me to share with you all tonight. Shout out to my Philly family. Shout out to my Chicago family. Shout out to all of my family all over the world because we are all one body in Christ, so that means we are all family. Amen. Shout out to you. I love you all, and I'm excited for what you are going to receive tonight that the Lord has provided. And so, family, we are excited. This is the 1,328th episode on Purpose Kingdom Network. We thank God for Purpose Kingdom Network. Shout out to our CEO, Pastor Tyling Daly. Uh, she does a great job. We thank God for her commitment, her diligence, and her faithfulness, uh, making sure that Purpose Kingdom Network continually uh, is in continual motion, getting you a word from the Lord nightly, uh, every week. And so to God be all the glory. And we're also grateful that this is the 30th episode of By Faith Be Good on Purpose Kingdom Network. God is doing some great things. Shout out to all of my Purpose Kingdom Network family, all of God's messengers. Shout out to you tonight. God bless you. I love you. And um, I'm just grateful to be a part of this family. And so tonight, family, y'all already know, we're going to open up in prayer, and we're going to get into the word of the Lord. And we're going to press forward by faith. Amen. Uh, God is just so amazing, and even in spite of this pandemic taking place and everything that's happening in the world, God is still in the blessing business. He's still healing. He's still delivering. He's still making ways. He's still opening doors. He's still covering us. He's still protecting us, and that's why God gave me the word that he's given me tonight. Um, the word that the Lord has given me tonight, uh, the first part of the word he's given me it's going to be bringing back to your remembrance uh, concerning good works. In spite of what happens around us, family, we have to stay productive and proactive. We have to be consistent in serving in the areas that God has blessed us to serve. We have to be consistent in giving birth to what he's downloaded in us, the vision, the plans, the strategies. God has given us ideas. And, and he's given us gifts, and we have to give birth uh, to what he's downloaded in us. And so the first part of tonight, we're going to move forward so I can get it all to you. But the first part of tonight, we're going to focus once again on good works. And then the second part of the word tonight that the Lord has provided, um, God has given me a word of assurance for you. And um, I just declared this word this past Sunday uh, for my home church in Philly, New Salem Baptist Church. Shout out to you. I love y'all. God bless you, family. Uh, We celebrated 86 years of ministry for New Salem Baptist Church. So shout out to all my New Salem family. Shout out to everyone. I love you all. And so God laid it on my heart tonight to also share that word with you. Uh, that he gave me to declare Sunday. And the great thing about uh, God's word and what he provides is that it never gets old. And God gives new revelation every single time we get into his word. We can read the same scripture 10 times, and God will provide something new every time. 
And so let's open up in prayer, and we're going to press forward. Tonight's topic, good works through faith. Even now, move by faith, all right? Good works through faith. Even now, move by faith. And you'll hear why, all right? And so, Father, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you for healing and deliverance. We thank you, God. We thank you for who you are, all you've done, all you're doing, all you will do. We thank you in advance because we know you're able. We thank you in advance because with you we've never failed. We thank you in advance, God, because with you we have won every time. We thank you in advance, God, because you've always blessed us to overcome every obstacle. You've always blessed us to press through every challenge. We thank you in advance, God, because we know that you've already gone before us and prepared the way. You've already made the rough places smooth. You've already made the crooked places straight. And so we bless your name tonight. We say thank you, Lord. Thank you for this moment. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you, God, for what you're getting ready to do. We bless your name because you're holy, because you're righteous, because you are amazing. You are phenomenal. You are incredible. You are God. You are the only true living God. The only wise God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, dominion, power, both now and forever. And so, God, we pray and decree and declare that you have your way tonight in the name of Jesus. Have your way, Holy Spirit. Bring it all back to my remembrance. Uh, be our teacher tonight, Holy Spirit. Teach us all things. Bring all things back to our remembrance and show us things to come. In the name of Jesus, Father, we pray that you bless your word, that it go forth boldly, that it be a blessing to your children, that they install it, live by it, and share it with others. We decree and declare that we're pressing forward, walking by faith and not by sight. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. And so let's get right into the word of the Lord, family. So tonight's focus, tonight's focus, we're focusing on uh, good works through faith, and then uh, <clears throat> even now, move by faith, all right? Good works through faith, even now, move by faith. And so we're going to start out with um, Titus. We're going to start out with Titus chapter 3, verse 1 through 8. And I'm going to read this in the English Standard Version. Um, the ESV version. I'm going to read it in that version, and we're going to press forward by faith. Amen. And it's Titus chapter 3, verses 1 through 8 in the ES, ESV version. All right? And so the word of the Lord says, For we ourselves were once foolish, disobedient, led astray, Slaves to various passions and pleasures, passing our days in malice and envy, hatred by others and hating one another. But when the goodness and loving kindness of God, our Savior, appeared, he saved us, not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to his own mercy. Come on, somebody ought to say, thank God for his mercy. Come on, one, we all, there was a time in our lives where we all uh, lived in a way that was not pleasing to God. We did our own thing. We did what we wanted to do, how we wanted to do it, when we wanted to do it. But now, thank God that we're saved, we're sanctified, we're redeemed. Come on, he said in this word, let the redeem of the Lord say so. And so thank God that we can say so, that we can declare what God has done. Let's press forward further. And so the word of the Lord says, by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that being justified by his grace, we might become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. Come on. We become a part of God's family. We become a part of Christ. When we accept Jesus Christ in our hearts, we let go of our old ways, and we press forward by faith according to God's word. And so let's finish it out. The word of the Lord says, the same, 
uh, the saying is trustworthy, right? And I want you to insist on these things. Let me say it again. This saying is trustworthy, and I want you to insist on these things so that those who have believed in God may be careful, here's the key word, to devote themselves to good works. These things are excellent and profitable for people. Let me say it again. These things are excellent and profitable for people. And so, family, uh, the word of the Lord is blessed. Titus chapter 3, verses 1 through 8 in the ESV version. And so, family, that key word, devoted, devoted. Uh, we ought to be devoted to God. Uh, let me let me let me drop this on you. You will never be devoted if you don't know how to pray and what to pray for. Can I say that again? You will never be devoted if you don't know how to pray and what to pray for. You can't be devoted if you don't know what you're devoting yourself to. And so, family, you have to be dedicated and devoted to your relationship with Jesus Christ so that you can push forward by faith doing what God has created you to do, right? And so we got to know how to seek God in times of trouble. We got to know how to seek God for wisdom. He said in this word, if a man lacks wisdom, he can ask God. Come on, come on. And he won't condemn us for asking for wisdom, but he'll generously give it to us, right? And so we have to be in position to seek God for direction, for instruction, for wisdom, seeking God for him to have his way. Why? Because God's way is the best way. And so in order to do good works through faith, we have to be devoted. And we have to know what to pray for and, and, and how to pray, right? So that we can hear from God, so that we can see clearly so that we can press forward victoriously. And so we ought to be devoted to Christ now more than ever. Not saying that we've never been devoted to Christ, but now is the time. It's always been the time, but now is the time that we be devoted to Christ now more than ever. All right? Why? Because people around us and all throughout this world, they need to see that your life is transformed by the gospel of Jesus Christ. They need to see how real God is. They need to see the living God living in you and through you, working in you and working through you. And so this is why we have to press forward by faith and be devoted to Christ, because this dying world needs to know that Jesus saves. This world needs to see Christ working through us. They need to know that God is so real and so alive, right? Because they need the gospel living out by the church today. Can I say that again? This world needs the gospel of Jesus Christ, the word of God to be lived out by the church today. Who is the church? We are the church. If you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, you are the church, not the building, but you. You are the church. We are the body of Christ. And this is why we have to be unified, just as our bodies. Come on, look at your own body. You got a head, you got arms, you got hands, you got legs, you got everything that God has given you to press forward by faith in this world, right? And so just as, well, when you think of your own body, you have a brain, and your brain sends a signal to the rest of your body in order for you to do what you are going to do. And so when you want to walk, your brain will send a signal to your legs so that you can walk. When you want to pick something up, your brain will send a signal to your hands and your arms and your upper bodies to bend down so that you can pick up what you are getting ready to pick up. And so in that same way, family, Christ is the head, and we are the body of Christ, and Christ sends the signal. And because we are the body, we receive the signal to press forward with what he instructs us to do. And so this is why we have to be devoted. This is why we have to be unified, because this world needs, no matter how rebellious people are, no matter how resistant people are, no matter 
uh, how many people are functioning and operating uh, in free will. At the end of the day, they need to see God. They need to see God's word manifesting. They need to see that God is so real and so alive. And, and, and so it's not enough to know Jesus. We need to live out our faith. Can I say that again? Uh, yes, you have to know the Lord for yourself. Don't just go through the motions. Don't just go through the formalities, but you have to know God for yourself. But also in knowing him for yourself, you have to live out your faith. What does that mean? You have to apply God's word, and you have to press forward by faith when you've applied God's word. How do I apply God's word? I declare God's word in Jesus' name. I press forward knowing that I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. How do I apply God's word? I declare it by faith, and I expect what he said in his word to be manifested in the name of Jesus. Come on. And so we press forward by faith. We apply God's word by living according to his word, living in the way that he says, being loving, being kind, showing love to each other, sowing in love, doing good works, lending a helping hand, lending a, a listening ear. And let me pause right there. When you lend a listening ear, it's not to gossip, but it's lending a listening ear so that you can intercede on behalf of the one who are expressing themselves. When people come to you with their problems, they need to be able to trust you. They need to be able to trust that you're going to pray for them and that you are not going to take what they've given you and give it to somebody else just to uh, gossip or misuse what they've released. You got to be strong in faith and strong and in, 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 in firm in God's word so that you can press forward so that what people release, you can bind whatever needs to be bound. You can pray and declare the word of the Lord. You can cast down what needs to be cast down. You can help them get their deliverance. You can lead them to get their breakthrough. You can lead them to Christ and so that they can live the life he created for them to live. So it matters because we need to spread God's word, the gospel of Jesus Christ. The greatest message is Christ died for us. The greatest message is what Christ done. And not just the fact that he died for us, but also that he rose with all power in his hands. And he's alive and well today and forevermore. Amen. And so our mission is not to get involved into the political environment. You know, even when it comes to politics, we got to seek God for direction. Go to God in prayer before you vote. I encourage you to vote. Please vote. Please vote. Let your voice be heard. But go to God in prayer even before you vote. Put God first, first, above all things, right, so that he can lead you in the right direction. And so the mission is, our mission is and always will be about our devotion to Jesus Christ. Our mission is and always will be to advance God's kingdom. And so how do I live in a society that is anti-Christian, uh, uh, set the right examples Set the right examples God's mission Is always more important Than uh, my own Personal agenda Than your own personal agenda God's mission is what matters God's will Seeking what he wants His will, his way, his plan, his purpose His desire Seeking what he wants more than what we want And so Family, we got to have good works through faith. Come on, go and get the job. Enroll in the school. Watch the tutorials. Network with uh, new people. Uh, press forward and expect greater opportunities and open doors so that you can add value to this world, whether if it's through music, whether if it's through film, whether if it's through uh, education, whether if it's through innovation, whether if it's through outreach ministry in the community, if it's through a nonprofit, whatever God has blessed you to do, wherever 
He's blessed you to flow. You should be producing good works through faith. It's having faith that makes us effective. It's having faith that blesses us to overcome every obstacle. It's having faith that will manifest God's word. God said in his word, I believe, in the book of Thessalonians, he said his word is at work in those who believe. And so, family, God's word becomes activated when you activate your faith. God's word becomes your reality when you activate your faith. So it does not matter what happens in your life or what's happening around you. If you're in faith, you're covered. And this is why we cannot be in our feelings, because when we're in our feelings, we're not in faith. And when we're not in faith, we're not covered. And when we're not covered, the enemy is coming. And he's going to try to come against you to steal, kill, and destroy and to disrupt your life. But you got to get in faith so God's word can be your reality, so that God's word can be manifested. And as you press forward, no weapon that's formed against you will not prosper, will never prosper. As you press forward, you will be more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ who loves you continually at all times. Come on, as you press forward, you will be the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath the lender and not the borrower. Everything that God created you to be and everything that he promised to do in your life and everything that he has in store for you is yours in Jesus' name. Good works through faith. Come on, let's show love in our communities. Let's help each other out. Let's be a listening ear for the right reasons. Let's pray for each other. Come on, he said in his word in Romans chapter 5, bear the infirmities of others. Those who are weak in faith, come on, they need our help. And so those who are strong in faith ought to bear the infirmities of those who are weak in faith. There may be somebody who can't pray for themselves. There may be somebody who don't know how to bounce back. There may be somebody who don't know how to seek the Lord. There may be somebody who just don't have the know-how. But if you got the know-how, if you are strong in faith and you got God's word, you got everything you need to help them bounce back. Press forward by faith with good works through faith. Oh, bless the name of the Lord. And so, family, remember your duty. Be ready for every good work. Submit and be actively seeking good works. We should be able to recognize each other as God's children by our works, by producing good fruit in the earth. Amen. And so let's shift. I only got an hour. I pray that you got something out of that first part. Come on, you ought to give God some praise where you are. Hallelujah. Yes, 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 God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Come on, don't worry about your neighbors hearing you. Don't worry about how people going to look at you. Come on, you got a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. It's personal. Come on, you ought to give God some praise right where you are because you know what he's done for you. You know where he brought you from. Even if you haven't focused on your relationship with him like that, even if you don't read and God, uh, read God's word like that, even if you're on here tonight and you're looking for a word so that you can get a breakthrough, so that you can press forward in the right direction, you are ready to accept Jesus Christ in your heart. Come on, all you got to do is open up your mouth and just say, thank you, Lord. All you got to do is open your mouth and say, have your way, God. You got a reason to give God praise because you're still here. You have a place to stay. You have clothes to wear. You have food on your table. In spite of what you've been through, whatever you're lacking, God is getting ready to provide it. And I'm going to show you right now as we shift into the second portion of tonight. Come on, give God some praise. Hallelujah. I feel the spirit of the Lord. He said in this word, when two or three are gathered in this name, there he will be in the midst. Come on, we are together in the spirit. We united in the spirit. We may not be together, but we are united in the spirit. He said when two touch and agree, when, you, when two people come into agreement for what they pray for, in his name, he'll make it happen. Come on. The best thing that you can do with your husband, with your wife, with your family, with your friends, with your coworkers, the best thing that you can do, family, is come into agreement. That's what makes you powerful. That's what defeats the enemy. Because the enemy always trying to cause confusion and division and separation. He tries to isolate God's children so that you feel like you're alone. Like there's no hope 
and he tries to back you up in the corner so that he can come against you like they do in boxing. He tries to back you up in the corner so he can just try to take you out. But you ought to rise up in the name of Jesus and press forward and know that I got a family. It doesn't matter how my family treated me. It doesn't matter what I've been through with my family. I got a family because I am a part of the body of Christ. There's nothing the enemy can do about it. And so check it out. Let's go to John chapter 11, verse 1 to 26. Um, I, I'm not going to read the whole 1 to 26. I'm in the King James Version. Um, I, I think I'm going to, I'm going to uh, can, can, if it's okay with y'all, can I just elaborate a little bit on what happened in John chapter 11, verse 1 to 26? And then we're going to start at verse 22. Um, okay. And so John chapter 11, verses 1 to 26. And so in the beginning, uh, we know that in, 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 uh, this is about the rising, uh, raising of Lazarus. And um, there was a man named Lazarus. He was sick. He lived in Bethany, right, with his sisters, Mary and Martha. Uh, this is the Mary who uh, had anointed uh, Jesus uh, with oil, the expensive perfume, um, on the Lord's feet, right, and wiped them, uh, wiped his feet with her hair, and her brother Lazarus was sick. So the two sisters sent word for Jesus. They sent a message for Jesus to come where they were, all right, uh, because their brother was sick. But Jesus, um, when he heard about uh, Lazarus, uh, he said, Lazarus' sickness will not end in death. No, it happened for the glory of God, so the Son of God will receive glory from this. Now, God will allow things to happen so he can get the glory, but you'll come out better than when you went in. And so although Jesus loved Martha, Mary, and Lazarus, he stayed where he was for the next two days, all right? Finally, he said to his disciples, um, he said, let's go back to Judea, but his disciples objected they said, Rabbi, they said, uh, only a few days ago, the people in Judea were trying to stone you. Are you going there again? And Jesus replied, he said, there are 12 hours of daylight. Every day during the day, people can walk safely. They can see because they have the light of this world. But at night, there is danger of stumbling uh, because they have no light. Then he said, our friend Lazarus, has fallen asleep, but now I will go and wake him up. The disciples said, uh, Lord, if he is sleeping, he will soon get better. Uh, they thought Jesus meant Lazarus was simply sleeping, but Jesus meant Lazarus had died. So he told them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and for your sake, I'm glad I wasn't there. For now, you will really believe. Come, let's go see him. See, family, this is how God works. Sometimes God will hold back and allow situations to take place so that when he finally show up, you'll believe. Come on. When he finally shows up, you'll have no choice but to believe because what he does for you, you'll recognize that it was nobody but God who did it. So let's press forward. And so Thomas, Thomas said, uh, to the disciples, he said, listen, let's go too. Jesus going, let's go. And, and, and let's go down with Jesus. They knew Jesus was on a path to uh, be crucified. And so Thomas said, listen, he going, we going, and we going down with him. Wherever Jesus, they was devoted. There go that word. Thank you, Holy Ghost. They were devoted, and they stuck by Jesus. So when Jesus arrived to Bethany, he was told that Lazarus had already been dead, he was in the grave for four days, and Bethany was only a few miles down the road from Jerusalem. And many of the people had come to console Martha and Mary in their loss. When Martha got word that Jesus was coming, she, she went to meet him. Now, Martha had faith. Check this out. She, 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 she felt some type of way, but she shifted in her attitude. Check this out. When Martha um, found out that Jesus well, had arrived, she went to where he was. She went to meet him. But Mary stayed in the house. 
And so here it is, family, in verse 21, I'm in the New Living Translation. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if only you had been here, my brother would have not died. But even now, come on, there it is. But even now, I know that God will give you whatever you ask. And so a lot of times when we read this, we perceive that Martha was mad, that she was mad. If you would have been here, Lord, my brother wouldn't have died. He'd have still been alive. But it's not so much that she was mad because she shifted her attitude. She said at first, it's, it's like she caught herself midway, and then she checked herself. She said, listen, if you'd have been here, he would not have died, right? But then she shifted in verse 22 and said, but even now, I know that God will give you whatever you ask. So verse 23, here's, here's the good news. Jesus told her, your brother will rise again. Now, here's the thing, family. Yes, uh, verse 24, uh, yes, Martha said, he will rise when everyone else rises at the last day. And here's verse 25 and 26. Jesus told her, I am the resurrection and the life. Anyone who believes in me will live the dying. Verse 26, everyone who lives in me and believes in me will never die, uh, will never, ever die. Do you believe this, Martha? And so here's the thing. When Jesus told Martha that her brother will rise again, Martha said, yes, he will rise again. He's going to rise with everybody else on the last day. She thought Jesus was talking about after his ascension, after he would be crucified, after he ascends to heaven. And then on the last day when he returns to the world and the dead rises again, she thought that what, that's what Jesus meant when, when he said her brother was going to rise again, that he was going to rise on the last day. What she didn't know was Jesus was, was saying was that what he wanted to do, he wanted to do it in that moment. And so here's a revelation for you, family. What you thought God was going to do later, he really wants to do it now. And so this is why you got to be in faith, because even now you shall rise again. That's why God gave me this word, good works through faith, because even now you should move by faith. Martha said in verse 22, but even now I know that God will give you whatever you ask. And so in spite of what you've been through, family, even now God is still God. Even now, we have been through this pandemic. We didn't dealt with some hard times. We didn't lost some family members. A lot of people have transitioned. We didn't seen riots. We didn't been through hell and high water. There's been a lot of chaos taking place in this earth. But even now, God is still with us. Even now, God still got all power. Even now, He's still covering us. Even now, we're still secured. Even now, we're still victorious. Come on, I pray somebody is catching this because even now. Now, we can move by faith. Martha said in verse 22, John chapter 11, verse 22, but even now, I know that God will give you whatever you ask for. And Jesus told her, your brother will rise again. Martha thought that Lazarus rising was going to take place at the end of the world when Jesus comes back. And Jesus, Jesus, I... I can only imagine the expression he had on his face because she had no clue that Jesus meant he was going to raise her brother up at that moment, all right? And so here's some more revelation for you. See, when Jesus uh, was talking to Martha, and Martha thought that when Jesus said her brother Lazarus will rise again, uh, when she thought that, uh, he was talking about on the last day when all the dead shall rise again. Uh, Jesus was talking about he wanted to raise him up. He was about to raise him up in that moment. That's why he told her, he said, I am the resurrection and the life, right? And so he expressed that those who believe in him will not die, will never die, but will always live. And so here's the thing. Not only did Jesus show up, uh, uh, at the time that he saw fit to show up, but he did. But but watch this. He exceeded Martha's expectations. <laughs> when when Jesus showed up, come on, 
When Jesus showed up, Martha thought it was over. She still had faith because she said in verse 22, but even now, I know that God will give you whatever you ask, right? So she still had faith, and she knew that her brother would rise, but she, did, but she thought it would be later. But Jesus said, nah, I want to raise him up now. And so what Jesus did, not only did he show up, but he exceeded her expectations. He did more than what she expected. He did above and beyond what she thought was going to take place. She was content where she was. She was content at the fact that Lazarus was going to be raised up later. But family, the Lord wanted to, the Lord raised him up in that moment. And sometimes a lot of us, we get in our feelings when we pray and God don't show up when we want him to show up. God don't do what we want him to do when we want him to do it how we want him to do it. But those are the times that we need to trust God because God's timing is perfect. Even in God's silence, God is still working. He's working in ways beyond what we can imagine. And so when you declare the word of the Lord and you pray to God and you make your request known, if he does not show up when you want him to, that doesn't mean that he's not going to show up at all. If God doesn't answer your prayers when you want him to, that does not mean he has not heard you. God's delay and silence does not mean rejection. Can I say it again? God's delay and silence does not mean rejection. It means that he's positioning you to experience the impossible. It means he ex- he's positioning you to experience and witness his miracle working power. He's positioning you. He said in verse 15, let's go back. Verse 15, he said, he said, uh, he told, he, first, verse 14 and 15 in the New Living Translation in James chapter 11, uh, Jesus told the disciples plainly, Lazarus is dead. When I said he was sleeping, I ain't mean he was taking a nap. Lazarus is dead, right? And verse 15, and he says, for your sake, the New Living Translation, for your sake, I'm glad I wasn't there. But now you will really believe. Come, let's go see him. That's what Jesus said. I'm glad I wasn't there because now you will really believe. I'm glad I didn't come when you wanted me to because now when I come, you ain't going to have no choice but to believe because I'm going to show up strong. I'm going to show up mighty, and I'm going to exceed your expectation. What you prayed for, when I show up, you think I'm going to do it later, but when I show up, I want to do it now. And this is why you got to labor in God's word. This is why you got to be attentive and sensitive to the spirit of God and how he's moving and what he's saying so that you can be in position for what he wants to do in your life. Do not miss what God wants to do in your life. Listen, if Martha would have been in her feelings, she would have blocked God's miracle. She would have blocked the miracle from happening. If she would have been in her feelings, her brother Lazarus could have been very well still dead. And we would not have been talking about this today. But because she shifted in verse 22, oh, God. Bless your name, Lord. Because she shifted in verse 22. Come on. Verse 20, she had an attitude. And a lot of times it's perceived that she has an attitude. But if you go deeper into the text, into God's word, verse 22, she shifted. She recognized who God was. She had a moment when she was in her feelings. But soon she, but, but soon she recognized who God was. She shifted. And so, family, sometimes you may be in your feelings, and you may feel some type of way, but once God show up and you recognize his presence, it causes a a shift. God causes a shift. That's like when we were young. Come on, come on. I'm not even in my notes. Have your way, Holy Ghost. It's like when we were young, right? It's like when we were young, and, and, and we had attitudes when we didn't get what we wanted, uh, we couldn't do what we wanted to do when we wanted to do it. Uh, we didn't we didn't get what we wanted, right? When we were young, huh? And so sometimes when we were young, what did we do? We sat in our rooms, uh, we sat in the house with our lips poked out. We sat with an attitude. We sat mad. Uh, we sat mean mugging and frustrated. And then what happened? Soon as our mother or our father walked in the room, what happened? We straightened right up. 
because we already knew. I better straighten my face up. I better get it together because if I think I'm mad now, once my mom and my dad get to me, I'm really going to be mad because they're going to tear me up because I'm not even supposed to be mad because all I had to do was do what they said do. I'm in my feelings, and I'm feeling some type of way because I can't do what I want to do when I'm in their house under their roof. And so I'm mad because I don't get my way, and I don't get what I wanted to get. And so I'm in a room with my lip poked out, and I'm mad, and I'm frustrated, and I'm telling everybody, leave me alone. And, and I got a mean face, and as soon as you, you know, my mom and my dad walked in the room, I had to straighten up real quick. Let me get it together. Because if I think I'm mad now, I'm really going to be mad if they get me for not straightening up. And so that's what happened with Martha. She, she, she could almost uh, got 100% in her feelings. And she could have stayed there. But verse 22, she shifted. God's presence causes a shift. A shift in your attitude. A shift in your speech. This is why you have to have Christ living within you. You have to be devoted and you have to seek out with your whole heart because once he takes control, uh, everything about you is going to change. She humbled herself. She changed her attitude. She said, no, 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 no. If you would have been here, Lazarus wouldn't have died. That means even though she thought that Jesus was talking about raising Lazarus later, she still had faith to know that whatever would be asked, that God can still do it. And so she strengthened her faith. And so sometimes, family, we have moments in our lives where situations arise, and in that moment, you, can, you have an opportunity to make a quick decision like Martha. She could have stayed mad, but she made a quick decision. She said, if you'd have been here, my brother would have been alive. But I know that even now, Whatever I ask, whatever you ask, God is able to do it. And so she shifted. And so, family, even now, move by faith. Trust God. You got to press forward by faith. Listen, God has planned for us to not stay on one level. And I believe I've shared this with you all before. You know, he wants us to have ever-increasing faith. Faith is the master key. Uh, It opens every door. Faith is the substance and the assurance. The more faith you have, the more for the kingdom of God you can do. Can I say that again? Because sometimes, you know, we feel like we we can't do nothing, you know, know, because of situations when all we got to do is have faith. And once we tap into having faith, faith will activate God's word, and God's word will activate everything else. You know, getting our needs met, getting our bodies healed, getting our minds renewed, strengthening our heart, purifying our heart. Come on, this is what God's words does. You know, equipping us, uh, grooming us, even convicting us so that we can get in alignment with God's word, his will, and his way. So the more faith you have, the more for the kingdom of God you can do. The more effective you'll be, the more you'll experience and be able to make it through any and every obstacle challenge in any tough circumstance. And so we all have situations that look like they're never going to work out. Uh, We don't see how we could get out of debt, uh, how we could accomplish a dream, a vision, or the goals we set. Or you feel that you don't don't have the know-how or you can't uh, um, uh, press forward because of what is set before you because unexpected situations uh, that take place in your life at times feel uh, it's been too long. Uh, there's, there's been no change, uh, no progress, uh, nothing new is happening, uh, feeling as if all odds are against you. Uh, well, just like Martha said in verse 22 in John chapter 11, uh, where she said, even now, uh, I know that whatever you ask God, he'll do it. Uh, and so, family, we ought to have good works through faith, because even now we ought to move by faith. Even now, God is still good. He's still amazing. He's still awesome. He's still in control, and he always will be. Even now, everything is going to be all right. Everything is going to be all right. Come on, keep believing. Keep striving. Keep thriving. 
Keep trusting the Lord. Keep reading his word. Keep declaring his word. Keep pressing. Keep praising and keep praying. Keep pressing towards God. Keep praising his holy name. And keep praying so things can change. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve. And so you've been listening tonight. And this word has blessed you. This word has inspired you. It has encouraged you to know that you can be great for God. You can have good works through faith. And even now, you can move by faith. Martha and Mary, they were in a position to have lost all hope. They could have just given up. And in a sense, Mary did give up. Mary, she stayed home. She said, I ain't got time for Jesus. I ain't, I'm staying home. My brother did. We react. We called the Lord. He ain't show up. And I'm staying home. Martha said, no, I'm going to go see him. Martha said, he here? Where he at? I'm going to go see him. She went to go see him. And at first, she expressed herself. And let me even tell you a, 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 a little nugget right there where she expressed herself, where she said, if you'd have been here, my brother wouldn't have been dead, right? She expressed herself. And so this is what you can get out of that. You can be real with God because God is real, and you got a real relationship with him. So you can tell God how you feel. Express yourself. That is your father who is in heaven, and he loves you. So you can express yourself and be real. God, I'm mad. I'm mad I didn't get this at this time. I'm mad that this ain't work out how I wanted to work it out. But at the same time, you ought to shift like Martha and say, you know what? I'm mad that you wasn't here when I wanted you to be, but I'm so glad that you are here because now you're about to do more than what I asked for. And so here's the thing. You are in position tonight to have good works through faith. You can accept Jesus Christ in your heart. And you can press forward in the way he's created you to. You can begin to become familiar with him through his word. And the more you become familiar with him, the more you'll become familiar with who you are in him, who, you, who he created you to be. And so, family, not only can you have good works through faith, but even now you can move by faith. Faith doesn't run out. Faith doesn't expire. Faith is eternal like God. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is being sure of what you hope for and certain of what you do not see. You do not see the house, but you're certain that you're going to get it. You do not see yourself. Uh, you, may not, you may not at times because of the, the complexity or, or the toughness of a situation uh, you may not see yourself prospering, but, but you're certain that you will prosper. That's what faith does. You, know, you don't have to be uncertain with God. And so even now, family, is the time, is the opportunity to accept Jesus Christ in your life. Even now, you can press forward by faith and get in position to be ready for his return. The word of the Lord says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life, for he sent his son not to condemn the world, but so that the world can be saved through him. That's John chapter 3, verse 16 and 17. And he says in this word, in Romans chapter 10, verse 9, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Come on, believe that he died for your sins. And that he rose with all power in his hands so that you can be saved. God said in his word in John 10, 10, the enemy only come but to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus came so that you can have life and life more abundantly. Live an abundant life with God. And then lastly, Lord always led on my heart to share this with you. Romans chapter 10, verse 13. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It does not matter what your past is, how old you are, where you've been, the people you've been around, the decisions you've made, the mistakes you've made. It does not matter your race, your nationality. If you call on the name of Jesus right now, believing in who he is, believing in what he's done, believing in what he's able to do, he'll show up for you. 
You got to believe without being hesitant. You got to believe without being fearful. You got to believe without being in your feelings. Fully believe in who God is. And he'll show up for you. And so if that's you, I want you to repeat this prayer after me. Say, Father, forgive me, for I have sinned and falling short of your glory. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe that Jesus died for my sins. And I believe that he rose with all power in his hands. Jesus, save me. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Come into my heart. Come into my life and stay in my life in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, come into my heart. Come into my life and stay in my life and have your way so that I live according to God's word, his will, and his way. In Jesus' name, amen. Family, if you just repeated that prayer after me and you fully believe it without being in your feelings, without being fearful, without being hesitant, you fully believe it. You just got saved. And this is the first day of the best days of the rest of your life. With God, he said it in his word in Romans chapter 10, verse 11. You can read it in the King James, New Living Translation, and the Amplified Version. With God, you'll never be disappointed. And so, family, in spite of the obstacles, the challenges, in spite of situations that come your way, with God, you will never be disappointed. You can cast all your cares on him because he cares for you. Romans 8 and 28 says, all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord, who are called according to his purpose. You ought to speak this over yourself. Say, all situations, every situation is working together for my good on my behalf in my favor, in every area of my life, every day of my life, for the rest of my life, in Jesus' name. Come on, we encourage you to get into a Bible-believing, teaching, preaching church where they can help you grow spiritually through the Word of God. And where y'all can encourage and inspire each other to press forward by faith and show each other some love. And so, family, I just want to re-celebrate you tonight. We celebrate God and we, we celebrate you accepting Christ tonight. The angels are rejoicing. God said in this word, when one person uh, 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 comes into the kingdom of God, is accepted into God's family, the angels rejoice. But we believe for more than one. We believe all God's children is coming to him. They're coming back to him. It's like the prodigal son. They're coming back. You're coming back. And God is ready and waiting for you. And so, family, uh, I just want to share some announcements with you. Uh, tomorrow night is Turning Point with Elders um, Charles and Maureen Lee. Uh, it starts at 8 p.m. right here on Purpose Kingdom Network. So come back, tune in. Uh, once again, we thank God. This is the 1,328th episode of Purpose Kingdom Network, and I'm grateful um, that God has blessed me. This is the 31st episode. Of by faith we good, uh, an hour an hour of faith building encouragement uh, that will lift up the name of Jesus and draw all of God's children unto Him, and so um, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for all my Purpose Kingdom Network family, and so tune in tomorrow night at 8 p.m. with Elders Charles and Maureen Lee for the turning point. Uh, they got a word from the Lord for you. Uh, they're going to encourage you and bless you as well. Uh, we thank God for all his messengers that he speaks through. Nightly family, if you want to connect with uh, Purpose Kingdom Network, you can log on to blogtalkradio.com slash Purpose Kingdom Network. And there, there's always a word from the Lord. You can listen to previous uh, podcasts and um, uh, <clears throat> sermons that has been aired. And you can also go in there and check out the schedule uh, so that you can see when the next one will air, all right? You can follow Purpose Kingdom Network or uh, on um, Facebook or LinkedIn at Purpose Kingdom and on Instagram and Twitter at Purpose underscore Kingdom. Um, I also believe there's another account uh, at Purpose Kingdom, all right? You can also email us, email Purpose Kingdom Network at Purpose Kingdom 
net at gmail.com. Purpose Kingdom net at gmail.com. Send your prayer requests in so that we can pray for you. Uh, if you have any questions or anything that you have going on, uh, if you want to connect, you want to work together so we all can press forward by faith, uh, reach out. Reach out. Let's connect. Let's work together. Let's come together. And let's press forward by faith. Let us be so unified that God will be glorified. And so, family, I just want to share this with you as we press forward in the name of Jesus by faith. And so, family, check this out, right? Good works through faith, even now, move by faith. Martha said, even now. Woo, anybody ever had an even now moment? Anybody got even now faith? This pandemic has been long-lasting, but we know it's over. We declared it to be over. We didn't bound up the COVID-19 because God says, whatsoever ye bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever ye loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. God basically saying, he basically saying, whatever you allow, I'll allow it. You know why? Because I know, I know what I gave you. I know how I equipped you. I've given you power, and you got to use it. Sometimes God ain't going to baby us. He's not going to baby us. He loves us continually. He's always there for us, but he wants us to raise up. He wants us to take the initiative and take ownership of using what he's given us, what he's installed in us, and who he's created us to be. We can't sit around and mope and be sad and wonder and, and doubt and be in our feelings all the time. We've got to rise up. Rise up. Make the decision. Yo, I'm not, I'm not going to get caught in my feelings. I'm not, I'm not going to just get held back no more. I'm not doing it. I'm getting up. I'm getting up, and I'm ready to press forward by faith. And so let me, let me, let me bless you with this tonight, family. Uh, uh, if you want to step into the fullness of your destiny, please hear me. If you want to step into the fullness of your destiny, if you're going to overcome the challenges that come your way and see the greatness of God's favor, if you're going to overcome the challenges that come your way and see the greatness of God's favor, you've got to have even now faith. When it looks impossible, God, you got to declare, God, I know you can do the impossible. When it looks impossible, you got to declare, God, I know you can do the impossible. When you don't see a way, you got to declare, God, I know you can still make a way. When your natural reasoning is telling you it's never going to work out, no. Remind yourself and declare, God, I know you're a supernatural God and you cannot fail. You never have and you never will because even now you are still God and you still got me covered. You're still with me. You're still protecting me. Come on. You're my refuge and my fortress, my strong tower. You're my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? I ain't got fear no nothing and nobody. Because I got God who is with me. Yes, we have moments where we have to use wisdom. We have to be strategic. We have to be wise. We have to be mindful. We have to be alert and attentive. Uh, we have to be tuned in to what God is saying and how he's moving. The family, that's what God given me to give to you tonight. Good works through faith. Come on, now is not a time to give up. We got we still got work to do. Good works through faith. We're not living how we used to live no more. We're not living according to our feelings. We're not we're not we're not about that club life. We ain't about none of the things that we used to do. Come on, we're on a new new path now. We're pressing forward in a new direction. Come on, give God the glory. We ain't judging nobody. We ain't we ain't throwing shade at nobody. We love everybody. But come on, you got to make up in your mind, God, I want to have good works through faith. I want to help inspire and change lives. I want to add value to this world. Even now, I want to move by faith. Go ahead and give God some praise. Father, we thank you for this word, and we declare it is so in Jesus' name. Family, I love y'all so much. I love y'all so much. It don't matter if I don't know you personally or not. I love you. I love you with the love of the Lord. If you didn't hear it tonight or today at all, I love you. Listen, y'all already know, by faith be good, for we walk by faith and not by sight. Keep your expectations strong, because when you have great expectations, you have great faith, and you'll receive 
greater results. Keep pressing forward by faith. Know that God is with you. He's always going to be with you, and he's always going to have you covered. God bless you, family. Until next month, the third Friday, the next episode about Faith Be Good, I will see you all then. God bless you. I love you. I'm out. Jesus led. He raised me, I will not lose. He saved me, I will not lose. Set me free, I will not lose. Never wanna see me down, I will not lose.